Dear Dad, after we spent the night at Honey Hut and ate ice cream for breakfast, we went to Professor Nichols' house to try to figure out what to do next. It turns out not only are the Professor and Mason's insides full of hot garbo, but they're full of ghosts as well. Yuck. Or, or. Luke and I are going to help them by taking the odd keystone back to the Tomb of Sorrows while they try to figure out where the heck they can find a shrine of wishes and a wishing star. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds amazing. We parted ways, and now Luke and I are headed to Truffle Town. Since it was on the way, we decided to do this double battle bridge challenge thing. <laughs> I don't know why, but I got a weird feeling about what's waiting at the end. Anybody else? Sealy? You feel me? <laughs> Where am I going? Turn right? Okay. You and your little posse walk further down the bridge and you come up on supposedly the last contestant of the Double Battle Bridge Challenge. You see it's this young kid who looks to be about your age, maybe just a little bit younger with this sandy blonde hair who's like doing some air quote karate moves. He's got two small Pokemon in front of him. One is small and purple and spiky and the other one kind of looks like a round monkey kind of thing. And as you walk up, he's like, hey, what's going on? Pearl signals to Seely in, in in their language of, you know, just communication. And um, Seely changes her headband to a karate band and puts a piece of wood out, and Pearl tries to kick it and break it open. <laughs> Make a strength check. <laughs> 12. I think solely because it's a very flimsy piece of wood you got on purpose just for this. It, like, it takes two kicks, but you get it. <laughs> and then after, the, after I get it, she goes, Nothing much, are you ready? Uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm the last trainer of this challenge. So obviously I'm the coolest and the strongest. Sorry, Joey. Joey's like, what? Come on, guys. Oh, we'll see about that. What's your name? Pearl, let's go. I'm Anderson, roll initiative. Pearl rolls an eight for initiative and Anderson only rolls a four. Woo! Fanta goes first as Anderson yells out, Mankey, Nidoran, let's do it. Nature check, 14. With a 14, you get one of the types. I want to know Nidoran. As you were looking at it, judging from its body and what you are pretty sure you've heard before, Nidoran is a poison type. Okay, we want to start off with Fanta doing a ground attack, um, sand attack on the Nidoran. All right, so the Nidoran has to make a save, correct? Yes, a Dex or a con save. Four plus four is only an eight. You failed! That will be a minus one to all of its attacks. Great. That's helpful. That's your first turn. And now it's Anderson's turn as he does some of his fake karate moves and says, Mankey, karate chop. And Mankey's going to go for Seely. That is 11 points of fighting damage. Seely goes, or, or, no way. And I say, Seely, use Ice Shard on that Mankey. 22. 22 hits. Five points of damage. Five damage to the Mankey. So that's Seely's turn. That brings us to Nidoran. Anderson does a little kick and says, Nidoran, peck that combuskin. We know peck. 16 plus five is going to be 21. Wow. You got lucky on the roll. That was only a two plus three is five. Super effective, though, because it's a flying type move. So that's going to be 10 points of damage. And since Nidoran hit on his turn, that activates its poison point ability. I'm going to roll a d10. If it's a 10, Fanta's gonna be poisoned. You're good. Oh, all right, Fanta, peck the Nidoran. That is a 15. 15 hits. 
14 points of damage. That's a good hit, as after the Nidoran had leaped forward and hit Fanta with his horn, Fanta comes down and just starts pecking the Nidoran. That then takes us to Mankey's turn. Anderson yells out, all right, come on, focus up. We gotta get in there and we gotta get those big hits. Focus energy. So Mankey's turn is going to be spent a little bit outside of the fray as Nidoran has run forward and Mankey is going to increase its crit range. <gasps> I don't know Pokemon. I'm just checking. Okay, Seely, head back to the Nidoran. 16. 16 hits. 17 points of damage. Ooh, 17. Very good. As Fanta and Seely both are chipping away at this little poison type Pokemon. As Nidoran is looking very weakened right now, Anderson shouts out, Come on, you got this. Hang in there. Fury attack. Gonna try to hit Seely. 12 plus 5, 17. Four damage. Let's see if it hits again. Does not get a second hit. So just four points of damage to Seely. Back to Fanta. Okay, Fanta, you can do it. Heck! At Nidoran. Unnatural 20. 14 points of damage. 14 is enough to knock out the Nidoran. Yes! Gold team! I really needed that one out of there. As the dual onslaught from Seely and Fanta is too much and it overwhelms the Nidoran, as Mankey was standing back to focus up, Nidoran is knocked out. Let me double check its poison point. Did not poison Seely with that fury attack. Woo! Had to make sure. I know, I can't mess around with poison types. We gotta get them out. We got lucky there, team. After that peck, we are back to Mankey as it locks eyes with Fanta and charges forward and Fanta charges forward at it. Anderson says, Karate Chop! 17. Oh man, you got lucky on that roll. Two ones Woo! plus five, seven points of damage. Thank you. As they're almost in a dance of combat now, as Mankey is going with these chops and Combuskin is doom, 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 blocking most of them. But the Mankey's able to get one solid hit in and knocks Combuskin back a little bit. Where he squints his eyes again. Seely's turn. Seely is gonna do headbutt again. 21. 21 hits. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. 19 points of damage. 19. Headbutt's no joke. Seely, you have a very strong head! Boof! Makes contact as the Mankey is focused on Fanta. Seely just busts in there in its weak spot while it's not looking. Like when a, um, uh, wow, I'm about to make a football reference, but like when a quarterback just gets sacked. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like there's pressure on the QB, and then out of nowhere, this other defensive player just boom comes in that they didn't even see coming. Now it's actually Fanta's turn again. That's what I thought. Since Nidoran is KO'd. Fanta gets the opportunity to take its ground and starts to charge up for a flame charge. And you see the feet be coated in flames to the fingertips. And then and once Steely's cleared out of the way, it pushes all the flame onto the Nidoran. Nice, just runs forward and boof! Mm -hmm. Big fire, big fire boy. 14. 14 hits? Yes. 19 points of damage. Mankey had 18 left. Wow! Pearl wipes her forehead and a single bead of sweat falls down and I imagine Joey tries to catch it. Joey does, he's like, give me some of that. <laughs> the power. <laughs> but Fonta the Combuskin just rushes forth with this flame charge and whoosh, this larger than any ember that he'd ever shot out when he was a Torchic, this huge bout of flame rushes forward and totally scorches the Mankey who falls to the ground with the little swirlies over his eyes. Anderson has been defeated. Yes, karate! And then I chop another board in half. But this time I want to whiff it on purpose to go, ow, ow, okay. And then with my weak hand, I, I, I put my hand out to shake Anderson's hand. 
Anderson returns his two Pokemon to their balls and says, All right. Yeah, that was good. Good. I... You really gave us a run for our money there, man. Yeah, I really thought that I was going to be the strongest trainer on the bridge. I've been training really hard, but... I can tell. But, you know, you, you did really good. You Thanks. did really good. Thanks. I think you're really cool. Thank you. Your karate moves are really cool. Thanks. I like your karate moves. You do? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. Wait, let's try to both kick at the same time and see what happens. Are you trying to kick each other at the same time? No, 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 no. Let's just oh. both do a kick at the same time. Great. And they do it, and then we freeze frame, and, like, good karate, amazing energy just streams out of both their feet. I knew that would happen. <gasps> There's a freeze frame. <laughs> and you just see, like, word art clips pop up, like, good karate, amazing. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I want to happen. <gasps> I knew it. That happens. Anderson says, all right, well, I guess I'll join the little crew here, uh, the double battle princes are, are, are just up ahead, so I guess it's time, uh, if you're the last person, I, I suppose it's time for whatever this ceremony is they've been talking about. This sounds so cryptic. I love it. So you all make your way forward? Before we go, I give Fanta a quick potion to guzzle it. You're worth it. Throws it back like a Gatorade. <laughs> yes. Electrolytes. <laughs> and you all keep on going down the bridge? Yeah, I'm so scared. But Pearl isn't. She's just skipping. The posse just walks behind you. Luke is like, yeah, n nice work. So I don't know if you got to fight whoever's at the end of this or if that was the last fight and now you get a prize or whatever, but that's really good. I was kind of worried in that last one. The type advantage wasn't necessarily in your favor, but you did good. Thanks. I appreciate it. It's been intense, man, but, you know, I just hope I have a good pair for the next thing. You continue forward. And as you keep on walking, you see that you all are getting very close to the end of the bridge. As you're walking forward, you see a very small fellow in a jester outfit. Hi! Behind him, you can see the faint outline of a large, like, dual throne sort of contraption, almost blocking a good chunk of the walking section of the bridge. This whole time, there's been, like, cars and stuff going by on the other side, but you're on the walking part. And whatever is at the end is sort of just blocked off that end. But as you walk forward, this tiny jester says, Good day to you! It is I! Tim, like the jester of the double battle princes. Hello. Hi. And then Pearl says, Luca, cover me. Yeah, okay. And then Pearl shoves all of her Pokemon, um, all the balls back into her shirt so that nobody could steal them. <laughs> <laughs> and then she comes back, her shirt loaded with like little tiny balls yes. that you can see. And she goes, good day. How are you? Make an insight check. I don't trust this dude at all. 13. You can tell that this jester is very nervous to see you. <laughs> but as you walk forward, he says, Oh, well, looks like all of the challenges are gathered in one place. Wonderful, wonderful. Who is, who is the victor amongst ye all? Ye strong battlers that have presented yeselves in front of us here forth. Wow, this guy does not sound like he has a script, Luca. Um, and I imagine that every, every of the posse, everyone just immediately points to me. And I just do a wave. Hi. Ah! Really? Wonderful! Have we met? <laughs> Absolutely not. Anyway, here, the prize for the victor of the double battle challenge. A nugget for ye, fair maid. A nugget indeed. I love nuggets. And she pulls out her hands and what does she get? You get a gold nugget. <laughs> Who says Pearl? I am Tim Blake, the, the jester of the double battle princes. You shall have 
more prizes in store. If ye shall come with me to speaketh with yonder princes this this way. Okay. Um, she begins to follow him, and then she turns to the whole posse. She goes, everybody, keep a hand Hey, what's going on back there? Just come on. No time to dilly-dally. Oh, we're following. I smell cheese. C- keep c- going. Come along. Everybody, everybody. Hey, don't, don't worry about having a group conference before we come this way. Just follow me. <laughs> oh, my God. Follow me. Everybody, keep holding hey, your Pokeballs. Hey, what's going on there? Hey, and don't you goes. want to do too? The, the presentation, it's this way. I'm so creeped out by this carny. He does a little, like, cartwheel just to be like, hey, come on, let's go. I like to imagine Pearl just, like, starts to say words without speaking, hoping that someone could read lips. <laughs> Make a performance check. Uh, that's an eight. With an eight, I think that the rest of the trainers are sort of just, like, weirdly enthralled with this very small jester. Darn it, the Pied Piper is working, Luca. And we keep going. <laughs> Luke is just like, whatever this is, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> my Pokeballs are all next to my skin. I feel them. No one is stealing anyone. You walk forward and you come closer to this double throne contraption that is at the end of the bridge. Sitting on the throne, you see the two princes. <laughs> you see one small old looking fellow with a large handlebar mustache and another sort of brick looking very large fellow who are in this sort of royal garb timberlake the jester says mine prince is presenting the victor of the double battle challenge she's very she's she's here and bows before them what is up with this dude he does not like me luca oh boy the smaller, rounder, older-looking one stands up and says, Well, all right, wonderful. We're here to present you with, well, you already were presented with your, your big prize, <clears throat> with, with, with your big prize. So, um, the presentation, uh, if you don't, uh, if you all would like to listen, he pulls out like a PowerPoint. You all are welcome to join. Luca, she whispers, but I won't whisper for the sake of the mic. Luca, call the police. He like starts dialing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Luke is going to make a sleight of hand check. It's very sleight of handy with his 15 plus his stuff. The one prince pulls down the PowerPoint and says, uh, welcome to join and then make a, uh, <laughs> well, never mind. With your passive perception, you see that very quickly he sees that there's a slide that's like team nasty. No, wait, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, elite trainer squad. Yes, well, we do all sorts of good things. You all have proven your worth. And you t- go ahead, let, let us let us see your Pokemon that you've battled with so bravely. Oh, fine, princes. How could we ever show you our Pokies without seeing your royal Pokemon? Isn't that what we're all here to see, folks? And she starts to get her posse to agree on that. Make another performance check at disadvantage because you missed the first one. Or persuasion, rather. I rolled a 16 for the first one, and then I rolled a 15 for the second one. Um, 19. 19? The prince is going to try to oppose you. That's a three. Everyone starts getting a little... <laughs> a little weary of what's going on. Just, um, no, no, really, we, we, we would love to see... Yeah, yes, we would love to see the Pokemon that have battled really well. I'm sure they were all great. If you would just let, let them out. Just, just pop them right on out of there. No, no, sires. We are so feeble compared to your royalness. 
Let's see yours pop them out, Pearl says. <sighs> Everybody duck and cover! Okay, plan B! And the princes rip off their garb and the jester actually stays in his, but it is revealed <laughs> that it is Bob and Thwomp underneath. And Tiny Tim. And Bob presses a button on the throne and these like claws start emerging from the double throne contraption and start just reaching and grabbing for the trainers. Roll initiative. friends jonah here to say thank you for listening to postcards from pearl and thanks for hanging in there with us while we had a wild couple of weeks we should be back to a fairly regular release schedule now not because things are regular obviously but i work at the nashville public library and we are shut down until at least early april so i will have plenty of time to edit episodes I hope y'all are staying safe and being smart out there. Wash your hands. Don't make me get hemlock and spruce in here to remind you. I'll do it. I'd like to take a moment to tell you about our wonderful partner, Dice Envy. We know a lot of people are stuck at home right now, and what better way to pass the time than by playing some tabletop RPGs? You could even start your very own Pokemon 5e campaign just like ours. And if you need dice or if you're looking to add your dice hoard, you can get 10% off of your purchase at Dice Envy by going to DiceEnvy.com QuestCo or by using promo code QuestCo at checkout. That's Q-U-E-S-T-C-O for 10% off of your entire order. If you're a fan of what we do here on Quest Company Jr. and you want to give us a boost, please go to our page on the Apple Podcasts app or wherever you listen to your podcasts and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. Thank you to Mr. Vieira who left us our most recent review. We really do appreciate you taking the time to leave us that feedback. And if you really love what we do here at Quest Company Jr. and you want to take the next step in supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and patron rewards. Big ol' thank you to our newest patron, Aurora, and thanks to folks like Brian and Peach who were already patrons and have increased their pledges. In a time full of so much uncertainty, it truly does mean the world to us that you all choose to consistently support what we're doing here at the Quest Company and Quest Company Jr. It absolutely blows us away. Thank you so much. And if you would like to join these fine folks and give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. You can find the link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanyjunior.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through our website or by finding us on Instagram and Twitter at questcojunior. You can also hang out with us in our Questco Discord. The link to that is on our website and Twitter. We know that word of mouth is the best way to get people listening to a new podcast. So please, if you're enjoying the show, let other people know. If we see you tweeting about us or posting fan art using hashtag Junior or hashtag postcards from Pearl, you might get a character named after you on the show. And if you have fan art of the podcast that you want to share, just make sure when you post it to tag us so that we can see it. 
Speaking of fan art, thank you to Gentleman Luke at Coltreg on Twitter for sending us some more incredible art, stuff like a Foreman Family Reunion t-shirt design, a Double Battle Bridge logo, the Cuddle Bunch, more Kanoko bands like Smash Meowth and Jimmy Wobbuffet. Luke truly does do amazing work. Thank you so much, Luke. If you haven't seen that stuff, go check it out on our Instagram and Twitter or in the fan art gallery on the website, or you can hop in the Discord and see all this good art right when it's posted. Ooh, fresh out of the art oven. Quest Company Jr. is a proud member of Podicon Go, a group of independent podcasts supporting high-quality content that's fun for the whole family. This week, I want to remind you that we did a few episodes as guests on the Tall Grass podcast. We did a Postcards from Pearl, Abby, and Friends crossover, and it was so much fun. I'm talking Fairly Odd Parents, Jimmy Neutron-level fun, folks. The second episode of that three-part adventure came out over the weekend, so if you haven't listened to that yet, be sure to check it out so you can hear Celie and Tufus's adventures with the gang from Marigold Farms. I'd like to take a moment to thank all of the fabulous artists whose music is featured in this episode. Thank you to Foolboy Media for the song Video Game Land, Sir Cubworth for the song Samurai Showdown, and Harpsichord Fugue. Thank you to Sarkoto51 for the song Anime Fight Music Loop. Thanks to Visager for Mini Boss Fight and Dark Sanctum Boss Fight. Thank you to Halk for the song Photosynthesis, and thank you to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. That's all for me, so let's get back to the action on Double Battle Bridge. Thank you for joining us here on Quest Company Jr. Now that we're getting into some nonsense, Bob and Thwomp say, All right, you're not going to be so lucky this time. We got some new friends. Pineco! And Bob says, yeah, that's right. Come on, Clefairy. Now, is this a fight I could swap out on? You can do whatever you want. Okay, great, great. I, I The the double battle rules have disappeared. Great. Oh, yeah. Awesome. We, we've completely devolved at this point. You're, you're back to having one at a time, though. Yes. Yeah. Cool. As they send both of those Pokemon out, your aura reader pings, and the monocle comes out and comes in front of your eye, and you can see that this Pineco and this Clefairy are shadow Pokemon. Everybody, we got some shadow Everybody else says, we don't know what that means. Scatter! <laughs> Who did you throw out? I think we'll go with Fanta first. And with your 15, you will go first. As the claws are starting to reach toward some of the trainers who lost the other battles and are just clutching at their Pokeballs at their hips, trying to make sure that they don't get stolen away from them. But they all look very scared. What are you going to do? Fanta, we have to save the innocent Pokies. Flame charge! And I want Fanta to aim at the thrones. Ooh, cool. Roll to hit. 18. 18 will definitely hit this weird contraption. 15 points of damage. 15. Mm -hmm. Solid. I rolled high. I think Fanta kind of knows what they are, too. And, like, totally understands what's happening and not on, not on his watch again. Oh, Fanta is super aware and having none of it and has the fire in his eyes as he runs toward these two, who he knows put him through this and he can tell, like, what's going on with this Pineco and this Clefairy. Fanta is furious right now, and he's just charging forth and actually hits Bob and Thwomp a little bit just with collateral fire as he runs forward can and their, hits this machine. Can their mustaches get singed? I'm going to roll a con save for their mustaches. <laughs> The mustaches are singed. Yes. Well, it's just Thwomp is clean. It's just Bob who has like the big, like poofy handlebar. That's fine. Yeah, but it's definitely singed and Thwomp's eyebrows are singed. 
that is your turn. It's then Bob's turn. He is going to actually spend his turn trying to control the claws as his action. So there are four claws. So he is going to send one at each of the other trainers and then one to try to get Combuskin off. That was two, three, four, and 17. You are kidding me. That is wild. So with that, all of the trainers are able to like duck out of the way as they see it coming and are able to duck around a corner or behind a pole or whatever or knock it out of the way. But the one that is closest actually goes and grabs Fanta who gets lifted up into the air and Bob says, oh, you, oh, we haven't seen you in a little while. Pearl is so upset and says, get your metallic hands off Fanta. Fanta is now grappled and restrained. He'll be able to make a strength or deck save at the beginning of his turn to try to get out. Pearl yells, everybody, we have to stop the claws. It's then Tiny Tim's turn. Rotom, get out there. Fonda waved that bird so he can't get out. I need Fonta to make a con save. Nat one. Nat one, Fonta is paralyzed. It's then collectively the other trainer's turn. As Kinsley says, wait, I, I have an idea. Help me out, help me out. And so Anderson and Joey start like helping her as they like huddle around as she's doing something you can't really tell. And Anderson and Joey are trying to keep the arms at bay, but that's their turn. Lucas says, all right, Elle, get on out there. Let's give that Clefairy a metal claw. As Sneasel has fun new moves now that she's not a shadow Pokemon. Yay, Elle. 18's gonna hit. And as Steel is super effective against Fairy, That'll be a big chunk of 16 damage to that Clefairy. It's then Thwomp's turn, who's gonna say, Oh, Clefairy, get that Sneasel with the Shadow Screech. And there's no roll to hit on that one. Shadow Screech just automatically does damage. So that's gonna be eight points of damage as Clefairy retaliates with a solid hit. But that takes us back to the top with you. Okay, I guess we'll try to get out. Roll a strength or dex check, your choice, at disadvantage because he's paralyzed. Wow, the disadvantage was not that bad. That's great. We're gonna use dex for sure. I rolled a 17 and a 12. So uh, is it a saving throw? It's a, just a check. a check. Okay, 18. 18 will definitely do it as Fanta, just full of fury, is able to burst out of this claw and lands on the ground in front of the throne once more. Can I do a flame charge or no? Yeah, you can. Okay, we definitely want to do a flame charge. So first off, roll the D4 for paralyzed. Two. And then you can flame charge if you want, yeah. Okay, great. I got a 27. To hit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. 15 points of damage. Fanta's not having it today. That's your turn. That's going to bring us back to Bob's turn, who's just going to frantically yell out to Pineco to Shadow Rush. Come on, get something, get something. But he's really more concerned about trying to use these claws to capture all of these opponents. You would be punks. So Pineco's just going to rush forth and attack at disadvantage. That's only a seven, so he doesn't hit anything. As it just... Rushes forward, but isn't able to hit anybody, Fanta or L or any of those. And then Bob is going to continue to try and get folks with the claws. He thinks better of going for Fanta again after what just happened. And he says, all right, fine, we'll go for the source. And claws come after you and Luca, two each. That's two eights for you and two nat 20s on Luca. No! As you are able to get out of the way of both. And Luca goes to duck out of the way, but both of the claws just doom, doom, firmly grasp him. And Luca says, oh, as he gets pulled up into the air by the claws and starts getting pulled in toward the throne. 
I imagine his poker gear falls down just as the police were like, great, we'll be there in a moment. With your passive perception, you hear like the very faint sounds of sirens. You're the first one to notice. Give it up, Bob and Thwomp. You can't catch us. Bob just shouts out, yeah, the boss told us we needed to get you and here we are. You're gonna be coming with us. Well, pretty soon the boss is gonna miss you. Don't you hear those sirens? We've got you surrounded. Make an intimidation check. Yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> We're so low. Six. You're just a dumb kid. I know you're bluffing. Okay, good. Well, either way, that works for me. Yeah, you're bluffing. It's then Tiny Tim, the intern's turn. Why did you sign up for this? We're the coolest and the best. <laughs> he looks over at the other trainers and see that as they were in the process of you know, batting the other arms away and stuff, that Kakuna and Metapod are now fully back up again. And he goes to attack both of them and try to paralyze them. How dare you? Make it easier for capture. That's only a six. Plus, nope, that's not going to do it. <laughs> As the rotom misses, Kinsley yells out, Metapod string shot and Kakuna bug bite. As the one goes for the string shot and then the other bites down on it, Rotom starts taking damage from them. And you actually see that Kakuna and Metapod are glowing a little bit. Kinsley, keep it up! It's then Luca's turn and he's going to try to bust out of these two claws. He's going to have both attempts at disadvantage because they were nat 20s. Sure. 19 and a five and then two 12s. He's struggling. Okay. Luca is really struggling. Those claws have got him tight. Fanta, we have to get Luca out of here. <laughs> Luca then shouts out to Elle, come on, just keep on on that Clefairy. I'm going to get out of here. Elle looks very determined to help Luca in whatever way she can. And apparently that's by taking down this Clefairy. So she's going to try that with another metal claw. 16 plus will hit. Way to go, Elle. As she does another 12 points of damage to Clefairy. Swamp <laughs> says, keep up that shadow screech which does an automatic six points of damage to L as they continue to trade blows back and forth. Now we're back up to your turn. Okay, we want to help uh, Luca and we want to burn the claw. The one that is specifically holding Luca. All right, go ahead and roll the hit. Should I do paralyze first or am I good? Do you paralyze first. I got a three. Three on the paralyze, you're fine. Okay, great. 23. Definitely hits the claw. 14. 14 points of damage? Mm -hmm. That is enough to sever the connection of one of the claws. Yes as one falls limply to the ground and the other one still has a firm grasp on Luca. It's then Bob's turn who says, oh, come on, Pineco, shadow rush that bird. Nat one, Pineco is- Pineco, what did you eat for breakfast? You are struggling, you're focused. Not Wheaties. All over the place. As this Pineco just bang, goes to Kabuskin and Kabuskin just bats it away. It's then Tiny Tim's turn who says, Rotom, overheat, burn those bugs up. They're both gonna make deck saves. Wow! <laughs> they both rolled 18s! Wow! As from the toaster slots in this Rotom, these like massive amount of flame just whooshes out. But the hardened forms of the two cocoon Pokemon are able to hold them off against the blast and they begin glowing even brighter and they're, they're almost blinding bright over there and you can see their forms beginning to change as well. You see like wings coming out of the side. They're starting to emerge. They both take a good chunk of fire damage, but they are able to resist a lot of it as they are in this process of, it looks like they're evolving right before your eyes. Kinsley, it's happening. All right, guys, you got it, you got it. That actually brings us to Kinsley's turn and she just yells out, string shot, restrain it even more and try to get that weird jester guy too. 
both of their attacks will hit as from these glowing forms you just see this even stronger string shoot out and go and wrap up the toaster even more and also starts to wrap up Tiny Tim as he's like, oh no, oh no, and he grabs Rotom. They start booking it toward the throne thing. The sirens are getting louder and louder as it's then Lucas' turn and he's going to try to bust out of his claw. That is a 15 as he's able to ah, wrench his way out and he falls to the ground. He looks at Ellen and says, you know what? We got to get these guys out of here. Attack that throne. Now we're talking. Start ripping it up. And so she's going to try and go metal claw like the, the innards of this thing. 18 plus as she just goes in and she actually like is small enough that she's able to sneak under it and just you see like cords and wires like coming out of the sides and everything and you see the the overall structure of this thing is beginning to spark and stuff it's then thwomp's turn who says i don't like this i don't like this at all bob i'm stressed out we can't do this again clefairy shadow screech and like thwomp is like starting to cry a little bit he's very upset and since Sneasel is currently out of sight, Clefairy turns to Fanta for the Shadow Screech. That is 10 points of damage. Fanta, we have to stop it. And with everything, we have to channel the light. We're using Flame Charge. Great, roll to hit the throne. Oh, 17, not adding my plus nine. Yep, it's plus nine to hit. Isn't that incredible? Wow. Oh, I rolled high, yes. 19 points of damage. 19. Okay, so when the flame comes out of Fanta, I like to imagine that the little pine cone, every like, you know, kind of all the Pokemon see this huge flame and look at it for a second. And in that moment, Pearl has a wild idea and just starts running with all of her might and tries to tackle the pine cone. Okay, roll to hit with disadvantage. Do I add anything? It's strength. Darn it, I have negative one straight. It's a 13. The Pineco's AC is 13. Oh my God. You just sort of like jump on top of it. You take three points of just regular damage as it's just very sharp and you have literally hopped on top of it and are sort of just like trying to hold it down as it's like But with that, as Fanta unleashes this massive flame charge, boom hits the machine and you can see that like something inside has ignited as L runs out from under like, stay, stay out, stay out. Pearl yells, it's gonna blow. And as that happens, the evolution of Kakuna and Butterfree is complete as they've emerged with these like full wings now. And so you all run behind the newly formed Beedrill and Butterfree. I like to imagine that Pearl stays where she is to try to just make sure that this pine cone doesn't run from her. She's going like full on like a soldier when a grenade is going, how they just huddle down and hold what's precious to them. Dang. That's what Pearl's doing. Dang. And like Fanta, like everybody's running while the while we know the explosion is going, but Pearl will not let go of this Pokemon. Dang. So as that's happening, you're staying there. You see that Tim the intern had actually run over and well, waddled over really because he's kind of tied up and Rotom's kind of tied up right now. As Bob's like, wait, what are you doing? What are you doing with my pineco? The whole thing explodes and they go shooting off into the air. And that explosion is only exacerbated by the fact that both Butterfree and Beedrill unleash this huge gust of wind with both of their sets of wings, sending them even further off as they fly into the distance. You hear them all yelling at us. They go, I can't believe this is happening again. Are you sure we shouldn't make some sort of catchphrase for this? No, because this can't keep happening. Ah! Pearl, from that explosion, 
you take 15 points of damage. And you are very singed, and that really hurt. Mm -hmm. You were right there in the middle of it. And Pineco only takes half of that, as you did manage to keep it mostly out of harm's way. Yes! <coughs> and she starts to pick herself up. Luca runs over like, are you okay? What's going on? Fanta comes and like picks you up and looks at the pine goat who's very confused right now and got its little eyebrows like furrowed. And starts like getting away, but you're like holding on for, mm -hmm. for a second. And I imagine it too, like when you have like a, a pet that's like unruly and they scratch you and stuff. <laughs> and then Pearl wants to try to put the little pine cone in um, a great ball. Luca, oh, hold on. And she starts to reach for her Pokeball. Make an animal handling check at advantage because of what you just did. Okay, that's a 15 plus my animal, 20, plus the great ball, 25. DC was 22. Oh. So as this Pineco is very confused about what's going on and looking for like, where is its boss, you go and you put this great ball to it and it makes eye contact with you for a moment before it gets into the great ball and in your hand it shakes once, shakes twice, and shakes a third time, and then it clicks. As Lucas says, wait, I don't, if it was in a ball before, there's, I didn't think that you could do that. And you look around for a second, and I think with your passive perception, you can see the snag ball that it was in is like broken on the oh, ground from the explosion. Cool. Says, well, I, I guess that's one way to do it. Hey, Lucas. Yeah, what's up? Can you kids hold a dial out for a second? Yeah, yeah, here, the two of us, come on. Okay, water gun me, man. Just, oh, thanks. <laughs> and I'm pearl soaking right now. Just fire hoses you. Yeah. <laughs> That's better. There was just so much smoke. Fanta, you did good. You did really good. Ow. And Fanta's just looking at the horizon where they flew off to. Is everybody okay? Anderson? Kinsley? Joey? Yeah, yeah, we're... We're fine. Wow, we had no idea that was what was going on. We had no idea. Neither did I. They lure you in with nuggets, and then that happens. They're the worst of all. They're called Team Nasty, and they take innocent, wonderful Pokemon, and, and they make them shadow Pokemon. That's what we were battling. Joey's like, I had no idea. I just thought that we were going to join like a cool cool trainer team. They didn't even get all the way through their presentation before they just started going wild. They've been chasing me and Luca. We've figured it out and we're trying to stop them. So I think we really, really red flagged them and made everything go crazy. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for giving us as much of a heads up as you could. And oh my gosh, like <laughs> everybody turns around and Kinsley is just like having the time of her <gasps> life with her Butterfree and Beedrill. She's like, I knew it. I knew you guys were close to evolving. Uh, you were so ready. We just needed that last little push. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is over the moon right now. They're beautiful. They're so big and strong and oh, I knew it. My beautiful children. <laughs> As it's just like, well, Luca, I guess it's that time. Time to give our statements. Hello, Popo. <laughs> <laughs> the police have rolled up and they're like, "So, where's the um uh Oh, oh well, uh they uh they blew up and they got blown away. Oh. Great. Let's um Can I get a donut? Yeah. You all <laughs> give your statements as you are now accustomed <laughs> to doing. <laughs>
I think after that, it takes a, a decent little chunk of the rest of the afternoon. I think Pearl just, like, gives Fanta a big hug, puts puts Fanta back in the Pokeball, but just kind of has Celie out just for comfort. No, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, like, holds holds Celie's hand, like, the whole time. Yeah. Celie's like, I know it was not a smart idea, but I had to, Celie. I would have done the same for you, too. And she's like, I would for you. You all go through this, and... I think after a little while, you continue, well, not limping your way along, because you you hop back on the SS Speedmeister, you get back on the road, you wave bye to the other trainers as they all are continuing on their way as well, now informed of the dangers of Team Nasty. And you all- I get all their numbers. You do, you get all their numbers, you put them in the (laughs) pokey. I'm gonna make a contact book for myself. And with that, you and Luca continue down the road to Truffle Town. Boy, I could use some chocolate. Yeah, I really hope they got chocolate or something here. This is this has just been too much. I'm tired of these people. I hope it's dark chocolate and milk. Ooh, what about white? That could be fun. I don't like white chocolate. Ah, <laughs> oh, Luca, let's hit the road. As you and Luca approach Truffle Town and the SS Speedmeister, you can see some buildings up ahead, but you are currently in a spot densely populated with trees along the sides of the road. The bike moves at a bit more of a leisurely pace, the two of you taking it easy for a moment after experiencing the stressful events of the day. Luca slows down a bit, seeing some shaking movement in one of the trees and hearing a bit of commotion. A girl with a dirty face and messy brown shoulder-length hair pops her head out of the leaves and branches and looks down at you with a friendly smile. She says, Hey, are you guys going to Truffle Town? And that's where we're gonna end this episode. Guess what, guys? Next week, we are going to have our first guest. Woo! I am so excited. We hope you all are ready for our friend Megan Duvall to come on the show. I'm ready. (laughs) Get ready for that, and we'll see you next time. Are you looking for high-quality, family-friendly podcasts? Shows that are safe for younger or more sensitive listeners? Podicongo is a reliable corner of the internet for the kind of podcasts that everyone can enjoy. From educational programs to conversational topics and incredible storytelling and role-playing shows in a variety of styles, themes, and age groups. Podicongo is a group of independent podcast creators dedicated to creating high-quality programs that provide family fun for everyone. Visit podicongo.com for an ever-growing lineup of shows complete with descriptions and ways you can listen. Connect with the Podicon Go family-friendly podcast network on Facebook and Twitter. P-O-D-I-C-O-N. Go! It's podcast fun for everyone. Podicon Go! Thank you for listening to Postcards from Poa and Crush Company Jr.